Hey, hi, hello. I hope your mad cute self is ready for this week's episode. It's your girl, Talia Bree, your host, internet bestie, homegirl slash trusty sidekick. I created the mad cute podcast to chat about the real behind my highlight reel. The only fake thing around here are my lashes. So grab a snack or two or three and let's talk about some life shiz. Before we jump into today's episode, just a friendly daily reminder, you look mad cute today. This is going to be a loaded episode. Body image is something I personally struggle with too, so before we dive into this, I want you to promise me that you will treat your body as if it belongs to someone else you love today. And repeat that for 365 days. Then multiply it by 100. Cool? Cool. And number two, if you get triggered by the topic of eating disorders, please skip this episode as I am going to touch on my story just a little bit in this one, and I'll see you next week. I would not wish for even my worst enemy to sacrifice their mental health to have a so-called perfect body. And now that I say that out loud, why do I put my own self through that? Doesn't exactly add up if you ask me. Being a size or just achieving and maintaining a certain look that your body is not meant to be is a whole ass career, honestly. It's not healthy nor realistic. I'm still telling my eating disorder to F off each and every day. And if you're in the same boat, you already know this, but you're not alone and we got this. Things do get better and easier, I promise. Now, I talk more in detail about my eating disorder story in my ebook, Just Eat an Effing Burger. So, in respect to everyone who has grabbed a copy, I'm going to share bits and pieces here with you. But if you'd like to grab a copy, then you can go to talclothing.co. That is T A L C L O. You know how to spell clothing. <laughs> Dot co. I'll leave a link if you're interested. There's activities, iPhone wallpapers, my story, a whole bunch of pep talks, and foods that you can eat to gain weight in a healthy manner. Basically, everything body-related that you can think of is probably in that book. Just wanted to sprinkle that in here because if you're listening to this episode, you may be interested in the book. All right, yep, I am done rambling, I promise. So it's no surprise that social media has taken a toll on many people's body image. I started getting self-conscious about my body when I was about 15 to 16 years old. I grew a large desire for a six-pack, and nope, not a six-pack of nuggets. I wanted that toned stomach like the fitness gurus on my Instagram feed. Started off pretty harmless, I'd put on a pair of sneakers, grab my yoga mat, and then head out into the backyard to do a quick 10-minute ab workout and continued to eat whatever I wanted. That was up until I wasn't pleased with my results. I was growing impatient, and I wanted to see them glorious abs. So I started doing 15-minute workouts, then 20, then 30, and slowly but surely, I got wrapped up in the trap of counting and restricting calories. I've always been on the thinner side, so I sure as hell did not need to lose any weight. But... We all have abs underneath the layer of fat on our tummy, right? So you have to lose the weight to actually see them. So I was determined to lose the weight. I consumed under 1,200 calories a day, and I was exercising at least once a day every single day of the week. As you could have guessed, I lost the weight, but I also lost my happiness with it. I had no energy to do anything. I'd cry while pushing myself through a 30-minute workout, ate nothing but protein pancakes, egg whites, greens, low-sugar fruits, and jello. 
It got to the point where I was having blackouts and would get dizzy doing simple things like going to the bathroom. The thing about eating disorders too is you are never thin enough. I'd look in the mirror with tear-filled eyes and be so unhappy with what I saw. I was never in a good mood because I was hungry 24-7 and my mental health was getting worse with every pound I lost. I remember one night my mom entered my room and saw me curled up crying in front of my mirror and her concern was growing so she booked me a doctor's appointment. During that appointment, our family doctor told me I was too thin and I was pissed. I walked in there thinking they were going to tell me that I was the healthiest I'd ever been. Couldn't they see all the efforts I had put into the appearance of my body? It's safe to say little me did not realize that changing your physical appearance is not a golden ticket to health and happiness. The scale won't tell you how kind, smart, and talented and loved you are. The scale doesn't measure your strength, talent, or importance. It doesn't tell you how much your family and friends love you or what a super rad person you are. It's just a number. That's all it'll ever be. And numbers don't define you. Not the number on your scale. Not the number in your bank account. Nope, not even the number of likes on your recent post. And we'll be back after this quick commercial break of fun facts about the human body. (laughs) Goodness. I'm going to regret putting this on the internet. Fact number one. Everyone has roles. Number two. Everybody is freaking beautiful. Number three. Everybody does not exist just to simply look pretty. Number four. Everybody does not simply exist just to lose weight. Number five. Cellulite, stretch marks, hair, all normal. Number six. Body weight will fluctuate, but worth doesn't do so with it. And let's not forget, hot girl summer is upon us. If you act now, you can get a bikini body by sharing this podcast on your social media. Guaranteed or your money back. This offer works on every and any body. Because a bikini body is just a body with a bikini on it. And we're back to answer your questions. You guys left me some solid questions. I'm pumped to get into them. Question number one, how do you stop comparing yourself to others? My favorite thing to remind myself when I'm feeling low on that good old self-love is Christmas lights are mega pretty. So are flowers. Penguins? Adorable. Turtles? Also super cute. And those things look nothing alike. That doesn't make them any less great. When you go to an art museum, everything is so beautiful and unique. How boring would it be if everything was the same? The humans you compare yourself to? Sure, they're pretty. Yeah, you may not look anything like them, but that doesn't make you any less of a masterpiece. You're a unique piece of art. Embrace that. There is enough room for all of us to be beautiful. Question number two. How to respond to body shaming? I've been skinny shamed my whole life. I wanted to answer this one because, number one, it's a great question, but number two, also, it shows that all bodies really are shamed. Someone is always going to have something to say, whether it's, you're too thin, you're too fat, you have no bum, you have too much of a booty, big hips, or you have hardly any shape at all. But, guess what? You're not narrow-minded like those people are. Therefore, you have the upper hand, and you're simply a whole lot cooler, let's be honest. Those people are clearly unhappy with their appearance. Meanwhile, you're learning to be accepting of yours. So, don't stoop down to their level. But I am going to share a few comebacks because we love a good classy clapback. From time to time, they're fun. If someone tells you to eat a burger because you're too thin, 
which is exactly why I named my ebook Just Eat an Effing Burger. I got that all the time. Come back. Are you asking me on a date? If someone asks you in what world do you think it's okay to wear that little getup you're wearing, come back. My world. Would you like a tour? And if you're feeling a little spicier, my world, which would be a whole lot better off without you. Ouch. <laughs> I hate myself sometimes. Talia, this is a self-love podcast. Sheesh. If someone says that you probably shouldn't be eating that, come back. Let them know you know your body best. Outside opinions are not needed. Thank you. At the end of the day, sometimes the best comeback is none at all because life is too short to stress over petty opinions. You're too pretty for that. If you're being body shamed online, try ignoring them. If the harassment continues, just block and report. Don't waste your precious time on trolls. If it's occurring in the real world, walk away or politely ask them to stop. Question number three, advice on accepting imperfections. Accepting all of you, flaws and all, is a battle that is worth fighting. I promise. Because you know what? If you don't own your flaws, they're going to own you and others are going to be able to use them against you. And why the frick would we allow that? Flossom energy all 2021, baby! Flossom, a human that embraces their flaws and knows they are awesome regardless. AKA you. You're freaking Flossom. Your nose? Perfect size and shape for your face. God created that pretty face of yours and he makes no mistakes. Nuh-uh. Plus, it allows you to smell yummy things like cinnamon rolls and apple pie. Your arms, they give some hella good hugs. Your hands, they've created some pretty rad things, and I've held some pretty cute puppies. Those legs of yours, they have and will continue to take you to so many cool places. Your booty and your chest, I know a lot of girls out there are conscious about these things. All sizes are great, but who cares? The size of your heart is all that I'm interested in. Stretch marks, birthmarks, freckles, scars, all evidence that you're living. You're growing. You've been kissed by the sun. Maybe you've given birth, fell down once or twice, but you got back up. It's pretty beautiful to me. Plus, if beauty equals perfection and nothing in this world is perfect, wouldn't that mean nothing is considered beautiful? Last time I checked, fireworks are beautiful. So are dogs and s'mores. Ever notice how the messier the s'more is, the better it tastes? This planet is beautiful, regardless of its imperfections. And so are you. So just make a habit of telling yourself that it's human of you to have flaws. Everybody's got them. Question number four. What do you tell yourself when you're feeling down about your body? It's all mindset, baby. Imperfection is perfection to one with a beautiful perspective. Do you ever think about how different life would be if we didn't have this pressure to chase this mythical version of ourselves and just loved every single bit of what made us, well, us? Most of my thoughts on a negative body image day are from my eating disorder voice, trying to block out my inner wisdom with its lies. But I don't fall for those lies anymore. Calories are little tiny creatures that keep me alive every day and day. And I know not a single food out there can hurt me more than my eating disorder can. Tip for a not-so-great body image day, view yourself as a doggo. Yes, as a dog. You know what I think when I see a lean dog? What a pretty boy. Average-sized? What a good fluffy boy. Puppers with a big belly? Cuddly marshmallow fur baby. All fur babies are good fur babies, just like all bodies are good bodies. Question number five. Any tips for boys who are insecure? 
Okay, quick shout out to all the dudes listening to this podcast. The world has for some reason taught you males to shove down your emotions to appear strong. And if you're in touch with your emotions and aren't afraid to be open and vulnerable, you rock. Now, since I am not a dude, I may not be the best person to give advice to just my guy listeners, but obviously all humans deal with their own insecurities. So I'm going to give some gender neutral advice. Cool? Cool. Okay, so fun fact. Your insecurity is invisible. Did you know that? You may think everyone can see you're insecure, making you feel even more insecure. But trust me, they are too worried about their own insecurities. That inner voice of yours, it can leave you feeling loved, unloved, happy, unhappy, attractive, unattractive. So we got to shut that negative inner critic of yours up. Next time that negative voice shows up, ask yourself, would you say this to your younger self? Would you say this to your best friend? Then why are you speaking to yourself that way? Try drowning out your inner negative voice with some affirmations. And if that doesn't work, confront it. Let me play the role as your inner critic real quick. You're only 5'5", man. Okay, and? So is Bruno Mars, and he is thriving. You're not smart enough for this. I'm smart enough to not listen to you. That's risky. Yeah, but I'm going to give it a try anyways. Your opinion doesn't matter. You're fluent in lies and BS. And regardless of how you may be feeling inside, I want you to try and envision yourself as your favorite superhero. Look like an absolute winner. Sometimes you just got to fake it to make it. Question number six. How do you find the motivation to work on your body? I personally love working out because it boosts my mood and it's just super sick to see what my body is capable of doing. If you get into a routine of doing something, over time it'll just become a habit, which is exactly what I did with working out. Mindset, again, really is everything. Work on your body because you love it, not because you hate it and want to change it. Working out should not be viewed as a punishment for what you just ate or to see how many calories you can burn. That's how I viewed exercise when I had my eating disorder lenses on. But I've removed those and now I see exercise as a way to see how strong I am. And eating healthy isn't boring to me. I eat foods that make me do a little happy dance and make me feel good all day long. I always feel slightly judged for turning down something sweet, especially from loved ones, because I feel like they think I'm restricting myself like I did back when my eating disorder was bad. But really, I just rather have some strawberries or a bowl of oats. May sound crazy to some of you, but the heart wants what it wants, okay? If a piece of chocolate cake after your bowl of salad will make you super smiley, do it. It's called hashtag balance. If a fruit salad has the exact same effect on you, sweet. Fuel your body with whatever makes you happy. You deserve to enjoy food, and you deserve to enjoy exercise. You also deserve a life that doesn't revolve around those things. Question number seven. How long is the process of self-love? I truly believe it's a long life journey. I kind of like that, though. There's no timeline. No due date. It's a lifelong romance. Question number eight. How do I stop comparing myself to the girls my boyfriend follows? Okay, yes, I did just answer a question on how to not compare yourself to others, but this question requires a few more points. Your boyfriend. He chose you. If he values, loves, and appreciates you, then you don't have anything to worry about. On the other hand, if your boyfriend following certain females is affecting your relationship with him, be open about it. He may have no idea. And if he's a keeper, he'll respect your feelings and you two can come up with a solution together so that your relationship can continue to thrive. 
Question number nine. How can I help my girlfriend love herself as much as I do? This question's so wholesome. Self-love, self-acceptance, self-worth, self-respect. You can't have any other human find those things for you. I'm sure you picked up on the fact that they all start with S-E-L-F. What you can do is help lead your significant other onto the path of self-love. And I've got five tips for you on how you can do so. Number one, compliment them, which I'm sure you already do, but frequent little compliments on how they look or on something that they did goes a long ways. Number two, continue to tell her you love her and tell her why. Number three, encourage acts of self-care, whether that's a bubble bath, going for a walk, getting her hair or nails done, dinner and a movie, whatever puts a smile on her face. Number four, when she faces one of her fears successfully, show her that you're proud. And number five, during her insecure moments, refer to her inner negative thoughts as creatures. Sounds silly, but that's what I like to do. They are completely separate from her and tell her to tell them to F off. I'm dead serious. Someone that was once close to me once told me to tell my inner voices to F off and not gonna lie, it helped. I laughed in the moment while saying it out loud with them right there next to me while I did it. But sometimes tough love is where it's at. Yes, it's nice to hear that your genes don't make you look fat or you're perfect just the way you are, but shake it up every once in a while. Just remember, this is not your battle or journey, whatever you want to call it. You can't provide some solid self-esteem for your girlfriend. She is the only one that can do so. So my advice is to just not get too involved in this specific issue. Just be there to hold her hand when she needs it. But do not take on responsibility of facing her own insecurities. Your heart is definitely in the right place. I love to see it. And the last question, how do I stop worrying about how others see me? Confidence, queen. A lot of self-love and confidence. My advice to you, quit trying to be someone else's definition of beauty and start creating your own. I think we have all tried to be perfect and it's exhausting, not to mention a complete waste of time. Because guess what? Perfection, it's an illusion. Looking to perfection just builds stress, anxiety, low self-confidence, and a whole lot of self-judgment. The beauty of learning to accept flaws is that it takes away the stress to impress others. I want to give you an activity to do this week. Write down at least three affirmations. If you've got sticky notes, you can stick them to your mirror. I'm a big fan of doing that. And repeat them to yourself daily. If you have time to feel like shiz, check social media, and watch Netflix, then you have time to do this. You are a beautiful, magnetic, powerful, unstoppable babe. And there is a crap ton of happiness in the days ahead of you. You are so loved by so many people. You radiate happiness, love, and a crazy amount of angel energy. You don't have to get thinner, thicker, richer, smarter, prettier, or funnier. The only thing that needs to change is that thought of yours that tells you you need to. It's time to wake up because you've been sleeping on yourself. And it's time to believe in your magic. I love you, and I'll talk to you next week. Smile, drink some water, have a bowl of Fruit Loops, try something new, talk to yourself like you would talk to someone you love, don't let mean people mess with your dope-ass energy, and spread a little love and kindness today. We're all going through some life shiz. And I'll talk to your mad cute self in the next episode. Au revoir!